if our goal was to create this huge cult that makes all this money, we would just tell people what they wanted to hear. Oh, God, yeah, totally. That's one of the things that in the last few years I've come to see and kind of been shocked by is how few heart types there are relative to body and head. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be a nine. <laughs> and I think all hexads have an access to their inner nine. And that's my nine agenda. I think everybody should. That's I think everyone should melt and we should all become one unified, utopic nine land. The cozy so. cult. The big hormone enneagram. I'm John Lukovich, 415, sexual self-prez, 458 traffic. I'm David Gray, self-prez sexual, 9 with one wing, 974 traffic. What up, it's Emika. I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-prez, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I'm a 3 wing 4, self-prez social, with 369 traffic. Hi, I'm Alexandra. I'm a social self-preservation, 9 wing 1, 963 traffic. If you like or hate us, make sure you go like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and make sure you leave us a review. All right, uh, doing a big hormone love line. Uh, so uh, please call in with your love lines. Emma, could you have the love line number? Shit. Three, <laughs> two, three. Let me look it up. Give me a second here. Three, two, three, we invite all uh, comments and questions except for your, you know, hundreds of voicemails ranting at the existential <laughs> emptiness of your life and projecting whatever kind of nonsense is going on. Leave those out. But, uh, yeah. So Which means back. that they will continue to do that. Yeah, that will that's... continue. <laughs> and, also, and remember, you... please leave your love lines in a quiet, clear space where we can hear what you're saying. Yeah, not in some kind of dungeon or underwater circus. <laughs> no snacks, no bags of snacks. Please. Enunciate. And um, so, yeah, buy my book uh, on bookshop.org or amazon.com, Instinctual Drives the Enneagram. Um, I'm not, I'm kind of pausing on the study group. It's still going to happen, but I'm probably going to do it once a month, going to figure out the schedule for that. And then uh, Josh and I have the Enneagramschool.com. We did Josh's new uh, like view of the centers, the developmental view of the centers. Um, and we did our first course. It was great. Uh, really good feedback. Uh, really good insights. And we have so many insights that uh, we are extending the class for two more sessions. So there's time to buy the previous four classes and watch those. And our next classes are on the 2nd and the 9th of March at 6 p.m. And so you can find info on theenneagramschool.com. DAA, Dark Arts Academy. We're learning how to see with the eyes of the Enneagram and gain an intuition for how the types present through typing. And recently we typed, let's see, Fiona Apple, Dolly Parton. We've been looking at types that we thought might be core sevens who actually turned out to be nines. So we've had a couple classes on that. We typed Bo Burnham recently. There was some conversation about whether he was a, a six or a seven. So we're still looking at seven trying to look at some overlap between six and seven we had josh come on recently to talk about this new um, object relation theory that he's got and how that might relate to typing so check that out i think that's on youtube oh we are going to start a series on uh looking at trifixes some of the most common trifixes looking at them from the perspective of each of the centers and even look at some of the strength and weaknesses because there are some trifixes that we've seen enough now that we can speak on like what are some strength and we've got uh dj on the calendar as yes the first dj one. is the first one we're going to look at uh bermuda is going to be right behind that and uh so that's something to look forward to so to get more information on this including discounts on our typing services uh go to anygrammar.com forward slash daa Buy my Trifix booklet, and it's beautiful, entertaining, running all over the room style of uh, information <laughs> and insight. Seven twirling. Twirling. Razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle. <laughs> uh, I'm bored with it because I have a seven fix. <laughs> you all might not be. So come on in. And then I have my website up. Yay. 
Um, it is www.saturnruled9.com. Um, it will be filled with content slowly but surely. And for now, I have all of my um, astrology information and I guess the contact page to fill out, book your reading. It's been going really well. So yay, do that. Oh, you know, I forgot to mention, Joseph launched his little oh, yeah. side podcast oh, called yeah. The Prince's Court. It's <laughs> <laughs> very appropriate and fitting for him, yes, which he has like uh, he has like guests come on. I think Alex, he said that you, you guys were going to do something mm -hmm. soon. Um, yeah, but we're he, on next Saturday. But yeah, he seems to be enjoying that. He's, I think he's just doing a like short podcast style on, uh, I think he did one on nines sexiness or something i don't like, as you know, sexuality as of nines representation nine. <laughs> the cult of cream everyone join yeah. yeah is that on uh spotify or youtube no it's like da what? it's in the da oh, yeah 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 so it's just like another it goes live on thursday so besides the friday video monday video his videos are going to be going on thursday i'd like to also announce another podcast that's coming out with damn Kice, yeah Oh yeah, Kaisa yeah, yeah. and Sammy and Kristen Oberly, the oh, dream wow. team. Uh, the dream team. They're going to oh be doing God, dreams cool. and enneagram and <clears throat> astrology and so on. Damn. Uh, speaking of a cream cult, yeah, three nines. Yeah. <laughs> the content universe expands yet again. Uh, yeah. I cannot Amazing. wait to hear. I just this. love that our haters must be watching it just growing every year and just like dying yeah. inside. <laughs> That's the name so of the exciting. podcast, I think they're, this is, if they're still going with this one, is Sinsomnia. Ooh, so, Sinsomnia. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Cool. I like that. Podcast on podcast on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just one day have like a like 20 person podcast episode. That <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll, we'll outsource some kind of uh, like, what is it, Fiverr, somebody to edit instead of Emika. So we just go insane and it'd just be like 20 million this, people. This is all the editing I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no more editing happening here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just so much evidence that like this group really is encouraging of going off and doing your own thing yeah. and putting out yeah. your own yeah. stuff. Like, I know that this group gets a lot of shit of saying, like, oh, go and do your own stuff and then criticizing the stuff. Like, look, look at what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just don't you make know, that come stuff. Come up with your own yeah. original content and stop and don't steal our tantrums. <laughs> and don't steal our intellectual property or, or without asking for permission. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Just be cool. Just be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool. I'm, I'm really, I mean, because that's the thing at the core of the group is like a, a creativity. Um, yeah, I think our group has a, a core creativity about it, and yeah. everyone's capable of bringing something to the table. So uh, I'm really happy to see more shit being created. Saint yeah. Juice is coming. <laughs> <laughs> cool beans. Join the cream of what is it? We'll join the cult of cream. <laughs> it's your cult, baby. The cream so of creativity. Good. <laughs> the creativity of cream. When a nine creates a cult, I forget the name. <laughs> The creamy creativity cults. Join. Yeah, I saw something today, and um, it was in response to what Joseph said out about nine and sexiness or whatever, the like podcast thing. I saw some comment on it that was like, what are, what are you guys talking about? Oh, like, yeah. Not yeah. being sexy yeah. or whatever. It's a miserable to, person. Who shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, to whatever Very miserable soul person. this is, I encourage you, first and foremost, to be the elite member of the cult of cream. <laughs> you really need it. You really need it. <laughs> They don't know happiness. <laughs> <laughs> happiness Inside of everyone is a, is a sleepy yes. <laughs> what did they say? I think they said learned helplessness. That was like something like that. You have like, a mental illness. Please. That's what you have. <laughs> <laughs> Seek help. Please. Find God. Yeah, yeah. find God. Find God. God you know where not. to find God? In a sleepy little nine. <laughs> Join the cult. <laughs> Inside of everyone is a purring little kitten. I can help you get there. <laughs> we found a true cult leader here, folks. Yeah. Yes. I'm a, what is it in Michael teaching? Is it King Roll? Yeah. Um, Warrior casting. Goal yeah. of dominance. Goal of dominance. Watch out for Alexandra, okay? In every Coming system, she's toxic. <laughs> I think Coming I'm, for you, slowly I'm a but surely. With, warrior with goal of dominance, so I'll just be a foot soldier for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, David. We need yeah. you. Yeah, the most uh, 
reluctant, unsuccessful cult leaders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barely making any money. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you guys could have charged way a lot for that course. I mean, mm-hmm. you got, made it really affordable. And, and so yeah. people, I think somebody had said, oh, we should do the other centers for DAA. And I'm like, just, it's $100. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. for what you're yeah. getting for $100, like, I know what the shift charges for their courses. Yeah. It's right. at least three times that much. Right. Totally. Yeah. So it's a good deal. Good deal, and it won't won't last. So get on it. You know, it's my three. <clears throat> yeah, like good job. It's out. That's as far as I go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are we doing? We're doing love lines. Love lines. We yeah, haven't done one since uh, last April, and people haven't been sending them in. So there's another really short, weird one that we got. I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> Wow. Terrifying. It's going to show up in our basement and be like, sorry. The fucking knife. God damn. We, we accept your apology. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. we don't go away. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoever man. you are. Have you ever heard of the weepy voice killer? Because that was a serial killer. That's what he fucking sounded like. Mm. Terrifying. <laughs> I don't think he was ever caught. Nancy, do you have any advice for that person who's sorry just for existing? I don't want to say my advice, but just leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would get canceled. This one is someone's question about borderline personality disorder and four. Nice. (laughs) We love it. Hello. I um, was just listening to the podcast and I heard that painting. Gotta stop laughing, Alexander. The one about. borderline personality and i was wondering if you elaborate a little more on that because i like four years ago read this horrible awful book called um i hate you don't leave me because i thought i had borderline personality disorder and the way that it was framed made me want to literally put a brick in my mouth and have like mailman or something um just kick it in further and further but oh yeah then i found with the enneagram that was written for four and it was like the same sort of thing but in a way that didn't make me want to fucking uh just this is our one listener (laughs) yeah i don't think we should air this but, uh, yeah, thanks. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Great weekend. <laughs> you, you too, bro. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> that was I strange. I don't know. We, we should probably not air that. That was too weird. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's, that's your, out of weirdness. Was there a question in there? Uh, like the overlap between borderline personality, personality and, and type four. four. He wanted, I guess he's wondering if like, they actually do overlap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like how finding borderline made him want to put a brick in his mouth and suicidal tendencies, borderline so personality, and type so four. Did the type four. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have thought that, uh, like you know, I think Naranjo's correlation of the um, defense mechanisms and uh, the types is like artificial in general. But you know, when they correlate. Um, interjection with four like interjection is more of a nine thing whereas i thought if you have to make a defense mechanism for four uh splitting which is a major factor in borderline you know where Mm. there's like intense idealization and intense denigration that would sort of make sense with the frustration affect um and but I, i don't know like i mean i don't i i don't know if there's any specific correlation with four and borderline I don't, I don't know enough fours, but I've known borderline people who are not four, like plenty mm-hmm. of, like, I don't, I, yeah, I just don't know. I think there could be some, some similarities, uh, in terms of like at the ex- extreme end of things, but. Yeah, I, I have my own theories about mental, uh, illnesses and type, but I don't think they overlap, um, in the sense that like, if you are borderline, you're more likely to be four or vice versa. It just. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like I've now I'm thinking like there's somebody who 
think might be a four who might have some borderline something, but um you know, I know a two who's bore I know a couple twos who are borderline. Uh nine, uh I'm trying to think of others. Six, yeah. So I, think, I don't know. I think some of them uh fit kind of like uh schizoid for five, like I'm always telling the the type five group in my friendly conversations <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah god people sometimes rank up the mental illness angle as like uh, something that would obscure being able to identify someone's type like you know what if somebody's depressed or what if they're oh, on right. some psychotic drugs or something and in our experience it hasn't un- hasn't been enough of a factor that you wouldn't see the core type and the instincts right um there was someone that was on some kind of psych psychoactive medicine that did seem a little bit different but not enough that we couldn't see the core type i think we updated her her uh one of her fixes to be a little bit different but i think it doesn't like on her core type yeah yeah it just doesn't change like the structural makeup of someone's personality like that doesn't change because the differences between like an eight and a you know like a, a two is so vastly different that mental illness isn't going to obscure that. Well, it's also like mental illness is not something that is lit, like put on top of a type. You know, it's like what when you're you're mental you're mentally ill. What is ill? It's your mm-hmm. type structure. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. the way you hold your identity and the way that you regulate ego boundaries, and uh, that is what is expressing illness, and that is what is ill. And so, uh, yeah, it's usually, you know, often an expression of your type. Um, but I think, you know, like something like borderline with like a certain kind of unstable ego structure can show up through a lot of le- in the lens of a lot of different types, slightly different mm-hmm. flavor, like mm-hmm. attachment to disconnect versus, I don't know, frustration versus whatever versus a rejection thing. Like I've, I've seen those different flavors. So, yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is besides the, point but are are we gonna air that the actual <laughs> recording part uh, if, i don't say why not it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like too it. weird all right all right all right it, it's yeah, not like he said he it. was gonna kill himself he's like you want to stick a brick down his throat i feel like yeah which i mean know. if you've ever read anything about uh being diagnosed with borderline yeah yeah it does make you want to stick a brick down your throat like that shit's rough so i get it <laughs> Okay. Just oh, don't she, do it, you know. She, she's a little on coffee. Yeah. We should. You want to give people a trigger warning, Alexander? Tell yeah, people. No, no, no. Not necessarily that. It was just like all the like whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. Her skin is crawling. Yeah, I mean yeah. the vibe was definitely little, off there, skewed, but yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little skewed out. Like, are you okay? <laughs> no, you know, they're definitely not. Like, laughing at it, like, oh, God. okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> all right so this question is about hard types. Apart. <laughs> question about hard types hello i have a simple question regarding the heart type um i'm just curious what your bodily impression of each of the heart types is like you have mentioned in the past that eight has like a steel rod quality and um five has like closed door quality and i'm just curious because i can't really feel bodily impression of heart types as i do head and gut type or types in those centers that's my question this is a while ago so this is long before so what you're saying is this person has stopped listening (laughs) most very likely This is like last year sometime. Well, the types in the centers are kind of interesting. Like I have pretty strong impressions of like what a heart type versus like a head type versus a body type feels like. It go for a body types because y'all are the <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. all the ones who put it in your guts the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, for me, body types feel the most like self-contained, even, even when they're like, you know, so, I mean, I guess I haven't been around a social eight, but like even the social body types still feel like like their energy is going to stay together and stay there <laughs> mm-hmm. like it doesn't so much affect me um head types feel like static electricity to me no matter what no matter the mm-hmm. stacking even if it's like self-pres it's just like high quick electric 
um, yeah, just like a high, quick electric pace of data that doesn't stop moving. And sometimes it actually can be hard for me to feel the body of the head type. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just like, just like unplaced unplaced data that you're giving me Please, like mm -hmm. sit down yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. and then yeah the hard types just feel kind of slithery and watery to me there's always like a um like a well-presented kind of wet quality to them that feels a little like not like not self-contained the way that the body types do but not like scattering like the head types feel to me well presented and wet wet dripping we are moist yeah. yeah how do we and then all three of the heart types have a different quality too i'm not sure how much i could do that but like they're like even the no. threes that have this like um that have this like active i don't know there's just like an active eagerness to three but still has this kind of watery thing to them. What about? I hate this so much. <laughs> <clears throat> You're like eager water. Oh, water. <laughs> oh, God. It feels like the, the hard types to me feel like something that as you look at it is affected by what is looking at it. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. changing as it's being perceived. It, yeah, it feels like um, they're just very uh, heightened sense of how um, someone is um, seeing them. It, it feels really weird to me because, you know, like I might check in a little bit, but the gut types are feel very much like um, lumps. Like I'm yeah. kind of in my own world and, mm. and uh, the hard types just, there's kind of like this very active sense of exchange of mm -hmm. of i'm seeing you're i'm seeing you seeing me and how are you seeing me is affecting how i'm being mm, yeah that's that yeah. feels very specific to social three to me i get that so loud from social three especially where i'm like you're not even seeing me you're just watching how i'm watching you <laughs> <laughs> yeah right okay. it's unsettling that feeling yeah like yeah, the yeah. social threes especially <laughs> like no, we just did a class specifically social yeah yeah i heard yeah. you guys say that and it's so true Social threes unsettle me and I agree. <laughs> yeah. Alexander, how do fours feel? Fours feel like they're trying to, how do I say this? They're not out and ready to, to interact. <laughs> it's like the fours feel like there's a, like a cave and then they're all the way at the back of the cave and you can only see the glow of their eyes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And they're like looking at you and kind of interacting with you somehow, but they're not going to come all the way out. You have to like either hold your breath and go in there and hope you come out <laughs> or try to tempt them out. She tempted you out. Uh, bring you into my cave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come, come I down this hall. sometimes, but I die a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and and twos feel very different. Like yeah, they're not they're not really twos are they're a whole their own thing. Yeah, it's like gays predator. Only twos. They feel like blowtorch. Yeah, just like like coming at you. They feel like just like one big bicep just coming at you, right? Like it's just it's just a muscle with like Still a big eyeball wet. on it. Yeah, it's just like. Jesus, it's so yeah, it's just so <laughs> penetrating and so like it feels more assertive than three to me sometimes. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. definitely, it is more assertive than three. Yeah. yeah, the thing we did with Josh, I was like, oh god, no! Like I, it was just hit me like, what I've been experiencing with my mom and how it's like it's only a one way sort of exchange of gaze that my my reactions don't register. Like that is yeah. that is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, that is actually really true. Twos don't really pick up, and ooh, this is going to make them mad, but they don't really pick up on the sensitivity. They don't pick up on the nuance very much at, at all. all. No. Like, they're not going to, a two is not going to be like, hey, I noticed, you know, you were feeling a little left out here. Do you need, you know, like that kind of thing? No, yeah. But that's what everyone portrays them as, like, having the tendency to do, but that's a lot more of, like, a nine or. It's yeah. totally more nine. Yeah. Right. I mean, they'd have to not think about themselves to pay attention to that <laughs> no it's really unsettling 
Ew. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that always comes up, uh, like, you know, in arguments about, like, someone's a four or nine or whatever, who think, you know, nines think they're fours, basically, like, point two. Well, fours go to two and they become, like, people pleasers and really soft and whatever. It's like, nope. Like, nope, nope on both counts. Like, two is not like that and a four, two is not like that. No, it's even more <laughs> self-absorbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fours go to two and they, they completely shut down case. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. <laughs> I don't this know what you mean. also explains a lot about, about eight to two. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, eight to yeah, eight and two I have has a two. Emika, you're it. not off the hook here either. Oh, I, I am guilty of this as well. All the rejection types. I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was David who pointed it out, but all the gut types have lines of connection to the other types in their object relational affect. Right. Right. Yeah. So the eights eights connected to five and and two. So it's like I've got all the toxic. Types <laughs> of, uh, toxic of rejection. Baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't care about anything you got going on. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Amica too is like you're gonna drink this now. Yeah. Your own fucking good. Drink it now, yeah. <laughs> or else. <laughs> no, that's interesting because we don't have enough. Uh, we don't get enough heart types. Even the threes that we see, we don't see that many threes out of the 200 plus people that we type every year. We don't. We might get like four or five. So there just aren't a lot of heart types. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the things that in the last few years I've come to see and kind of been shocked by is how few heart types there are relative to body and head. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, you know, people criticize us for overtyping nines and stuff, but it's like there's like just the body type. Just, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it makes sense, but like there's so many body types. Mm-hmm. And then like head types. Yeah, like as y'all are saying. Totally. Just, right really just it's drills even a five you know like like I'm, oh, i mean yeah. like fives are not exempt from just because they're withdrawn from like filling up a room with a kind of yep. energy yeah. and um yeah it's really interesting it's there i guess like what, what's coming up as i'm saying this is there's this like bias i think that we all have in different degrees of assuming oh it can't actually be this way yeah. Like it yep. can't actually be, for example, that there's so many nines. It's got to be a seven or a three or a four, you know? And I, I, I fall prey to that all the time where I'm like, there, this can't actually be this rare or this distribution can't actually be this way. Mm-hmm. That kind of will get me to like, um, like try to like temper my observations in a certain yeah. way. Right. And, but no, there's like certain ways that it is actually as we're getting better at typing, as we're understanding the types better, as we're understanding Enneagram instincts better, no, it's actually panning out this way. Yeah. And that when we, when he, like I know that we have some, not, I don't know, I want to say clear, but we're getting clear on those ideas. If there's a way to get like a real clear picture, like those graphs you guys are doing with, when you're typing people, um, mm. there'd be something, I, I wonder what we, we could find or like speculate out of those distributions. You know what I'm saying? Of like, I just find that so fucking odd that it's it's kind of like the enneagram is this uh, symbol of natural laws, mm-hmm. but that you know that it's sort of in this platonic form, but then it pans out in this specific way where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you would you just think nine types would just kind of evenly dis- distribute themselves, but they don't at all. It's really interesting. Well, but, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask. You don't think it has? Um, it could be being like a bias of where we're getting the information with the da- the data from, right? Like the people who asked to be typed or the people we see in the mm. public eye aren't going to be fours and fives. Like, yeah, I mean, I think there's some of that, but at the same time, uh, I mean, just how difficult it is. Like, I would say I know a lot of fours m- more than maybe the average person knows fours like just based on what i can set sense from what you know what people it's actually four know the, underground yeah the four underground <laughs> but like i don't know that many fours you know uh i don't I just, it's just weird it's just weird that how how few there are of, of different types i i mean because i i didn't come into the enneagram with any sort of preconceived idea of how um i figured there'd be a more even distribution but right mm-hmm. i was I was just the more we type people, I was kind of like, you want to see more interesting, more I don't know, quote unquote interesting, but different 
types you want to see more variation so you're thinking oh uh this might person might be a seven and then you the deeper you look it's like oh it's just a nine with the seven fix and so this is just happening at scales like oh you type hundreds and hundreds of people and you start looking at the what you've done over the years and you're like again like all over 70 80 percent of the people and it's mostly sixes and nines we don't have that many threes so like over half the people that are coming through maybe in close to 70 percent or either six or nine and i'm not saying that that necessarily represents the population but when you think about the sort of like mass movements and like what happens when with politics and sports and reality tv like what kind of personality types are required to get kind of sucked into the sort of identification soup that is humanity and to buy into going to war for your country and sacrificing your life for you know just like all these things that make up what it means to be human all this all the attachment things that we've talked about it's like you need a lot of six and nine. Like the more I understand the Enneagram and to see these distributions, the more I'm understanding why the world works the way it was or the way it does. Like okay. why people start families and you know, all these things that I didn't understand before. It's, it's a lot of six and nine personality structures. I think though. it's evolution. I mean, I've said I think it it's evolution too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you, you have to have super adaptability in order to keep the species going and for, to have, you know, group, cohesiveness and all that kind of stuff yeah and even even let's just say that like the world started with an even distribution then it's just like survival of the fittest you know (laughs) like like the type that uses everybody else's map to map out right Mm -hmm. six they have an automatic advantage of just having the way that everybody else works and they would use that to their advantage. And then there's the nine ability to just like dissociate through the hard shit and then wake up again once it's over, you know, and then just, just melt into anybody's objective. Like even three in a way is like too, um, too solidified in itself. Individualistic in a way. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's too, um, it's too much of a solo act mm-hmm. to to yeah. survive in like a like a social setting, and then seven, eight, uh, four, five, one, two, like those are just a given. Of course, they'd die off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I I really like. I mean, how do I condense this? Like, I I always joked that like when people would say like in the groups of like why are four so rare if you're right or whatever, and I'd just be like, well, you know, since ancient times, mothers have just let when they give birth to a four, just leave it on a mountaintop to die. (laughs) But I really don't, like, I really would, I'd be really curious the, like, suicide rates of, like, you know, fours or something like that. Absolutely. I mean, if, 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 uh, if the parents are a six and a nine and you get this four, it's like, why is this person not doing the attachment thing? Right. You know? So, yeah. And, and like, you know, and I have my like weird politics thing apart from like, you know, my dad's job and stuff like this as a cartoonist, but also like another, another factor of that has been growing up, I was like, why do I have to get a job? You know, like, <laughs> like, like, what is Why is this supposed this to be to this me? necessity and, and just trying to understand like the way the, the like, you know, like this whole thing about capitalism and stuff like that, that like is so out of alignment with my nervous system, you know, in the way that like it makes everybody wake up at like f- what, fucking six or seven in the morning and work all day for nothing and then go home and, you know, whatever it was like. So anyway, it's just like the world is so maladapted to like what I think would, what, like I can't really, I feel the inability to adapt to the world, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been really lucky in my life, I think. Like I've been really fortunate and privileged and all this other stuff and whatever. So I always think about like what if like, what about those fours like like four wing fives that like are not privileged or like uh you know didn't have like my you know my parents have flaws but they're you know they were they were good parents and cared about me and stuff like this and you know what all I didn't have any I had enough money growing up all this kind of stuff like this so I mean I, I always talk about like when David just sent me those books and what a lifeline that was for me you know what mm-hmm. I mean just like psychologically. <clears throat> Mm. Like, like that, those books were like the, one of the first like things that resonated with me. Right. And so I can't imagine just what happens to a lot of fucking fours that are just have a shitty external circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. My friend that I mention often on the pod, 
who's a four with a five. Uh, you know, he's older than I am, and he, you know, has been trying to. I mean, he had a generally privileged upbringing, so he had a lot of luxury time, so to speak, to delve into to indulge in the whole four with a five thing and music and all of that stuff. But I mean, then out on his own, he just decades later, I mean, he's uh, just, he doesn't understand what everyone is doing and he's, uh, and he's barely functioning. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a girlfriend who's a six, who's a self pres sexual six, who's, you know, functional. And, uh, <clears throat> and they just, barely tolerate each other. But I mean, like if he didn't have her, you know, he'd just be barely off the streets, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how people sometimes accuse us of being scammers and grifters, uh, based on the logic that we're just typing everybody that we think most people are sixes or nines. And it's funny to me because if our goal was to create this huge cult that makes all this money, we would just tell people what they wanted to hear. Oh, God, yeah, totally. Like, there's so much money we would make by just oh yeah, affirming people, basically. Our numbers would be at least quadruple what they were. So it's like, this is the most unsuccessful cult there is, if that's what we're doing. Because, one, we're actively saying, uh, we don't want the wrong people to be involved. Don't take advantage of our typing services if you're not ready. We're telling you to not get involved. <laughs> and we're discouraging you with the truth, basically. We're telling you what you don't want to hear because, but, you know, we're grifters. We're here to make money. Okay, no, cool. A lot of the most, I mean, like, you know, the, the, the Ian Cron crowd, you know, like, they're the ones telling everybody what they want to hear and just affirming everything. And, and yeah, that's why they have the money and the listeners and stuff like that mm-hmm. that they do. Yeah, so, I don't know. And that's a good reason to have the rule. Nobody can type your type you but yourself. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because then, oh, yeah, I really am a five. Let me buy all the five candles and five mugs I can buy. <laughs> Let me sign up for this special class for special fives, you know, yeah. like this kind of stuff. Who are all geniuses, by the way. Yeah, geniuses. Let me quote Visionary. Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. No, pe- people come to us because they know that we're not we're not going to tell them what they want to hear. That's, that's the kind of person that you know is going to tell you what's what. You, when, when you really are ready for some real shit, that's the person you turn to. So in a, yeah. in a way, it's a filter. Because yeah, if you're a, sure. a bullshit person, we are bullshit people repellent. <laughs> so I'm no. very happy with the, the fact that the wrong people are upset with us. Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, you're thinking about a cult. I know we're just like going all over the place, but I, I like <laughs> this. But... I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, that's a thing that's like also been like, was it's very apparent to me how easy someone can use the Enneagram to manipulate people for a cult. And yeah. I went down a whole fucking thing with like Keith Raniere and Nixium and like like sam bankman fried these are not some of them are cult members some of them are like uh, just big scammers like the uh, elizabeth holmes and um and then there was the, uh, the original girl boss <laughs> and then recently like i told you all to watch that stolen youth from the sarah Lawrence, oh, yeah. I need to check larry that out. ray thing oh, yeah it's rough. The, oh my god the way that the this guy who's an eight like literally just deconstructs some of these kids minds I mean, you'll see it when we, we should have to do an episode on that. We yeah, should we do should. an episode on it. We should all watch it and talk about it. It is fucking wild. So anyway, but how how someone could use the enneagram for for a cult, you know, just like they use yoga or whatever. And so I kind of like that we're out there being like, no, it's actually not like that. No, 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 because it does provide a counterforce for you know bullshit and frauds and stuff like that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yep. Alexander, what are you smiling? Well, I'm thinking about how, like, I would be a cult leader. <laughs> I think everyone should be a nine. <laughs> and I think all hex ads have an access to their inner nine. And that's my nine agenda. I think everybody should. That's her cult. I think everyone should melt and we should all become one, <laughs> one unified, utopic nine land. The cozy so, cult. 
Yeah. So to everyone that is pointing to these guys, point to me. It's me. You're a nine. <laughs> and you should All be right. proud of that. All right, Blaster Queen. <laughs> we need to start a sleep cult. A yeah. Sleep cult. Yeah. It's called Cult of Cream. <laughs> cream. The most cream. unsuccessful Enneagram cult in existence right here. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine the network, the strong, like, uh, what's the what's the mushroomy thing from The Last of Us? What's that thing called? Cordyceps. Yeah, yeah, imagine the the fucking God, the mycelium the networks of the sleepiness. mycelium <laughs> network. If all the nines just collected and just just like just plugged in their like collective <laughs> the mind, we could eradicate the world of hexads. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> listen to me. Listen, is, everybody, the pay attention. Network is nine. It is, is nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I love how Alexander really has just embraced like full on nine fascism. <laughs> like, like, she, like, I mean, think about it. You know the like, the fucking what's that Pixar movie? Uh, a Bug's Life. <laughs> it's just like there's like two grasshoppers and the rest of them are nines. And there was this you're not nines ants nines. And the whole thing was like if all the ants like came together, we could just overthrow them. And it's this hex out oppression is what we're experiencing. <laughs> Guys, rise up. <laughs> You All right, I'm done. Thank you. Oh man, I mean, I hear people say that kind of stuff. Or and whenever you accuse something of being a cult, it's the recognition of influence that you don't appreciate. That's yeah, right. yeah. You know, it just means sure. that, uh, like you know, sometimes they'll they'll like a successful, not even a successful band, like a band that has a cult following. People will start accusing the fans of being in some kind of cult, or they've been brainwashed. It just means that. Something is so uh, potent. Pot yeah, it's, it's strong, it's distinct, and it has a very unique voice that people respond to it, good or bad. I mean, there are people who really hate us, and then the people who really like our stuff really appreciate our stuff. So the way to respond to that is like to say that it's just a cult. Well, I think, you, I think you're, you're right, Emika. And what I would say, though, that is, um, I would say that the people that hate us are in the cult. Because, Definitely. because what we are trying, we don't try to encourage people to be overly into us or our stuff. Right. You know, like, I mean, obviously we want people to like enjoy our stuff, listen to our stuff, do our services, whatever, you know, buy our books, whatever. Sure. But like, all of us are very uncomfortable with some of the attention, the mm -hmm. influence we get. Like, you know, often we get into trouble because we'll jump on a thread or participate in something and act like we're not the big, we're not a big deal to anybody. Right. And because we don't conduct ourselves like we, oh, we need to be setting the example of whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. then we get like some kind of blowback or something. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and then for people that like our stuff, we're like, yeah, like, oh, we love that you like our stuff. That's great. And, you know, do your own thing. Like, right. bring your own stuff, find your own gifts, whatever, and how to do that. But then there's people who make their whole identity about reacting to us. Yes, and even though we, and part of it is because we have denied them a certain access because we're like we are having too much of an influence on you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. we're bringing out too much of your emotions. We're bringing out too so much of your identity around our affirmation of you or not or something mm -hmm. like this. So, well, yeah. what we're what we're saying is that the people accusing us of of being a cult are sixes is what we're saying because mm -hmm. they're, they're reacting they're i mean that's part of the six thing i mean i'm, I'm being facetious but it's i mean it's i think it there are a lot of sixes that i mean part of the six deal is a concern around having your mind controlled mm -hmm. right so <laughs> it's that it's that issue they have with the head center of you know not trusting their own core intuition on things and insight. I think Seven actually deserves more credit for going fucking off the wall bonkers oh, yeah. in reaction. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get on to know? Seven. Let's salute, let's yeah. salute our Sevens. Salute our Sevens. <laughs> We've okay. learned the hard it. way. It's, it's frustration with orientation. It's they don't like how, they don't like the thinking style, they don't like the map, and so they're just remixing it. Okay. Still yeah. in reaction, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Six belongs in there too, but Seven definitely deserves to, <laughs> deserve I mean, look at Joe Rogan. Yeah. Right? Like his whole fucking oh, podcast yeah. is just reactions to common thinking. 
I'm just having a continual campaign about sixes because of some of my ex-girlfriends. So it's, oh, just, yes. it's a personal beef. You know, I'm trying to beef. Yeah. Attachment to disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to keep keep the whole thing going. Yeah. Uh, David has All taken right, back well. the mantle of something for sixes. I have relinquished that title. Uh-huh. <laughs> To move yeah, to sorry. a place of peace <laughs> and tranquility, no. free of attachment to any type. No, Amica, may I interest hilarious. you in the cult of cream? We can show you. I'm momentarily unattached. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, David is not just a um, what is that? I'm not just a something. I'm also a member. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember the, the yeah, phrase, yeah. Yeah. but of the cream cult. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, the I've, cream cult. I've moved on to a it's creamy a nine, man. so that's, I mean. I have one more, but it's it's a kind of like a theory question before, like about object relations of the wing. So it gets into the territory of the, the that new course, but I don't know. Hit it and see what happens. Hi, Big Hormone Enneagram. I just had to do the double hex and I was curious if you could talk more about the object relations of the wing. Most of that type have an attachment wing, obviously, so it's confusing to me. I'm having a hard time articulating what exactly entails being a frustrated or a rejected frustration type. And similarly, what is it like on the other side, being a frustrated rejection type? Um, thank you. Bye. Could uh, people not call from undergra- underwater circuses? <laughs> it seems While like we opening have a-, a bag of popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know Jesus who that Christ. is, actually. I think he's uh, yeah. a core I'm seven. Also, I'm a yeah. little unclear on what he's asking. Is he... Uh, is he- Say, like, I understand that it's like the a frustrated rejection, which would be like a seven wing eight. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, an eight wing seven. Or uh, he's yeah, wanting us to get into the object relations of the wings. I think we have a little bit with uh, the recent calls with Josh, but I mean, I think most of the new material is answering his question. But we can get into it if we want. Just the object relations of the wings, and I mean, one thing that I will say though, because uh, Josh came on and. The video that's going on on Monday, we talked about this. The types that cross the centers, that's the part that gets really interesting for me because I think we, we decided that uh, eight with seven is just has a frustration component to it. But the problem with that is it's the frustration component that eight has isn't one. It's not like I ate wing one, it is actually actually frustration with orientation mixed in with that but it's not really clear how that's working with the type structure so it's not like eight wing seven has like one-ish qualities it actually has seven-ish qualities uh but it's not really clear how that's working with um the types that cross the centers and so that's one thing i've been thinking about is trying to make Mm -hmm. sense of that under this new Mm -hmm. framework yeah i like so there's that kind of um there's that kind of not meta is not the way to put it, but some kind of like big picture thing of like, especially with eight wing seven and seven wing eight, like how is the mental center crossing into the body center through object relational affects? Like that's mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But then I guess when we, the, the type wing series that we've been doing that we kind of just like forgot mm-hmm. about, um, oh, yeah. you know, we've been, we've been kind of looking at like, what does it mean for like, uh, like a two to have a, uh, a frustration wing versus attachment wing and how does that you know benefit the so it's kind of like a slightly different question or angle of looking at it like for four having a attachment wing with three gives the four a kind of like i'm positing my differentness still in relation to whatever's happening in the world of it, of what's happening you know in the attachment world versus um rejection uh how i put this like with four wing five is like like a separateness of identity that's also um that separateness seemingly uh encroaches into five's rejection of orientation in other words like the separateness is also like it's not it's like a separate self that's also encompasses a separate uh perceiving style if that makes sense yeah 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 that makes sense to you alexander mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah i mean I think so. for me it's four where the five is just like there's nothing in this world for me basically yeah that's just creamy 
Just creamies. <laughs> Unless you can find Wishy a girls. cream a cream Sunday. A little cream Sunday. I'm telling you, we're the rulers of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Join. Join now. But I think the long answer to this person is that uh John and Josh's course I think covers yeah. a lot of yeah. this. So yeah, like uh, Josh and I, we did uh, those four classes, and there was still so much in terms of insight and things that we didn't get to share that we include. Mm. We are extended uh, the the four core four part course into two more parts that are coming up on the second and the ninth mm-hmm. of March. Good. So that's cool. how's that going, by the way. How, how does it feel oh to be teaching? God, uh, it was. It's been cool. Like. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of used to teaching. I've been teaching for a long time, but, uh, Josh and I teach really well together and I think we bring really different stuff and Josh's model is brilliant. Um, and it's cool because I, you know, it's like, it's his thing, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's space where I can contribute my own thing in his thing. Yeah. Um, and we've had, we got like 50 people for you know the first fucking offering i didn't advertise it very much because it was like no one's gonna sign up for this (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna re we're gonna offer it again in the future as we like you know get the tweaks out but we've gotten a lot of feedback like we have like you know working with josh as a three he's got like he's got systems for systems you know (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) the feedback form and the (laughs) (laughs) he had me sign a contract when i went on his pod yeah (laughs) this dude is serious (laughs) yeah so so yeah like i'm like all right what are we doing today josh (laughs) and he's like well i got the kajabi updated with now that you mention it (laughs) and and, bullet points yeah and like we're working together and like i can be like in the creative like soup space when we're like in the coffee shop or something and he's like like all these websites with these things and it's like all interfaced and whatever and anyway uh yeah it's, it's been really great um and it the so like you know there were a lot of things that we were like touching on today even that i was like the model explains even more of this stuff mm. you know just and even just getting clear on like we were talking about the different vibes of the types like one of the things that the model unlocked for me for having a five wing and a five fix was this sense that uh, five is rejecting, rejecting, and this is Josh's, Josh's word, exogenous orientation. Mm-hmm. And so you're basically like, you have no attachment shortcuts in how to figure out how things are happening around you. And so there's this kind of like um, building a conceptual perceptual world from the ground up and that everything is a kind of a trailhead you know that's another josh term it's like everything is like a like a a trailhead in terms of you could sort of engage with or go down or enter any kind of path or orientation and so for the the you know the the six might like borrow other people's maps for a little bit try to figure it Mm -hmm, out with mm -hmm. trying to get different maps to fit in one one geography but like for the five it's like if i go down this i have to like learn every step i'm taking and it's like i just go way down one trail and it may not be relevant and it may not you know it may not branch into anything else but i don't know how to get outside this one trail and that's where avarice comes in so like that for me was like in terms of just yes that's exactly explains why i have the like development of a you know 12 year old or something (laughs) you know just (laughs) why i'm just came out of the womb yeah, it's like it's like what's true. The deeper you go, the more true it is. Because the deeper you go, the the, the better chance that you can find something that is previously unseen or untouched that um, isn't attached to anything else. And so it, you see a lot of fives in the group. Not a lot of fives, but you know the few fives that we have seeming to be like, oh, I've discovered something new about the enneagram because they've you know found some obscure little corner of uh, theory that they can present. Yeah, and and even just the thing of like I don't take anybody else's anything mm-hmm. on. Like I take nothing on. Like I just dis- right. like it's not like do I take it on? Maybe I reject it. Like a, kind of like a six. Yeah, it's just this. It's just I just don't take it on. Like I I can't even do it if I tried. Kind of a thing. That is like that's been super valuable for me to just like kind of to come to terms with what I'm. It. I don't know if it's uh, maybe I wouldn't put it that way. That it's not that I don't take it on. Maybe you present something, and I think my point of view is that. There's something like five layers deeper or five layers behind what you're saying that would apply to me. And so maybe you might like David might say something or, you know, John, you might say something or Alexander might say something that uh, 
I'm I'm going to take it, but I'm going to be immediately thinking of, well, what's the angle that can um, uncover something that is a couple layers deeper here? And I feel like I don't have anything until I find, oh, do you know, do you notice this thing that's, you know, I thought about the two layers deeper and this is what I found, but you started, yeah. we started here. So it's just not taking, I'm not taking whatever is presented at face value. There's always... I'm always thinking that I have to find a thing that's a couple layers deeper that no one is talking about yet. Well, it's like you say, you you might say something and it has to ring true to my personal map of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like, okay, yeah. like a lot of people agree with that, so maybe it's true. It's like right, it right, has right. to resonate yeah. or or I just it just and then I can go, okay, yeah, that has some value, but mm-hmm. that's and, what And most things don't because you've gone down this it's a it's it's not only like a trail or whatever, but you've gone down this it's tapering you know what i mean it's getting narrower and narrower and more specific so there's it's kind of like the fixation uh rejects more and more of the of everybody else's map yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, five doesn't really just try things out for the sake of seeing how it fits you know and that's how i think six core And and fix works and seven yeah seven i I, seven feels like they really they're remixing they're kind of like remixing feels right yeah yeah it's also where six will like try it on and then when it doesn't totally work that's when they like rage against the machine right Mm -hmm. um five won't try it on at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's like five i have to you have to build your own chair Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like somebody gives you a chair it's like no i'm gonna oh nice chair i'm gonna build my own chair (laughs) what is chair (laughs) yeah what is chair chair? (laughs) build something else that i could sit on that's not a chair but (laughs) gravity there's a spike counter resistant gravity (laughs) i think that's fine i think that's also sometimes why six can be I know context is a social word, but it does feel kind of six-ish in the same sense because six does kind of just try things on and by context and through patterns and like association, then they figure out what chair is. Yeah. You know, right, like, right. oh, they're sitting on chair. This I'll sit on, oh, this is chair. Oh, this is what it does. But they've been doing it already, right? Mm-hmm. Like they yes, kind of figure yes. it out as they go. Yes. Whereas five is the one that asks, what is chair? <laughs> And seven, who knows what seven does? Seven, <laughs> seven makes something else. Seven, David, what is seven? You could be a chair. You could yeah. be the chair there. I could sit on my yeah. microphone. That's a chair. <laughs> yeah. Seven, yeah, seven, we don't need a chair. We need, what yeah. we need is a spaceship. It's like <laughs> the Mars. Let's go really, really fast with no chairs. No chairs anywhere. Yeah. I'm starting to understand why. Uh, I don't think I had, well, am I close to any sevens? I don't think so. <laughs> Not at this point. I don't think so. Now you know why. I know. I understand why. Because, I mean, part of what's annoying to, I think of it the way like two and four are oppositional to each other in a heart center. Like it's like oil and water. And uh, it feels like five and seven can feel that way in the sense that. Sure. I'm like, there's, I'm, you're drilling, right? Like five is like, oh, I'm, I'm getting to something. I'm getting to something. Seven's ready to move on, like 100 miles per hour. Let, let me remix it. Let me do this, and it, it, it can feel like, can you just like, shut the fuck up and just like, can we, <laughs> can we just like sit here with this one idea for a bit? Um, six is, you know, they're straddling many different, uh, uh, trying to balance many different lines of thinking whereas seven is just so ready to move on and find the next interesting thing that it feels like sacrilege or or just to make something interesting you know as part of the seven Mm -hmm. thing is like it's got to be dramatic theatrical colorful you know uh loud interesting new whiz bang something you know (laughs) it feels anti-five that's highly anti. Yeah, very highly. Just anti-fi. razzle dazzle. I'm like, I'm not trying to do razzle dazzle. <laughs> Which is what makes it so like unsettling. Also, when five moves to seven, like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. What you, you need to build your chair, and now you want to now you want a spaceship? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. The other the other thing maybe about five too is is uh, since it's a withdrawn type, and I guess you could apply this when it's a fix. Uh, you know, it's got an issue of not having uh, a strong boundary as a withdrawn type. And so it's, uh, that's part of why it's not going to uh, take in a lot of multiple mm, options okay. or something. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so mm. It's just going to go down one track because it can't handle all the flies buzzing around its head of all these possibilities. Yeah. yeah. So you take one narrow tapering trail. Yeah, that is very, it does seem, you know, what sevens are doing does seem incredibly overwhelming from a uh, mental point of view. It's like, mm -hmm. who's keeping track of all these? I mean, it feels like you're not really doing anything the way that sevens do it sometimes. It's like, no. nothing's getting done here because you're just sort of coloring with all these fucking colors at the same time. It feels mm -hmm. like, all right, how are you building anything uh, if you're just jumping from one thing to the next so quickly? Yeah. with with uh josh and i's like like the language we've been using with seven is one of the the ways that frustration with orientation shows up is uh you know an awareness of the like the like the psychic torture or psychic torment of uh you know that there is a that there are things that like you know your mind is supposed to bring you toward nourishment like it's an orientation toward nourishment but that nourishment and enjoyment are often at odds with each other. Mm. Mm -hmm. And so there's this like, this like psychic torture, knowing that you could be enjoying and that enjoyment <laughs> is a realm of, of experience, Yeah. but that you're constantly having to be brought back into lack of enjoyment. Yeah. And just the whole frustration around that, pretty interesting. Which is why they probably end up feeling like they're going manic. Except yeah. this. <laughs> it's like, I'm not. I'm not getting it. So let's let's fucking throw some more shit in the air. Right. Exactly. Exactly. This is kind of going back to that first question about what the centers feel like and like what the. Mm. I think the specific question was what the heart types feel like. But there's a there's a I have a pretty specific body impression on the head types also, and all of them have to do with some kind of spinning. Mm -hmm. Um, like five feels like the spinning that comes from like the tip of a drill and it's going like right into your head, right? Like it's like, especially when they're talking at you about whatever five picks thing, it's just like, you're being just right through the head, very yep. pointed and specific. Six feels like it's running circles around you. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just running laps around you because they're oriented around, right? And of course this is all under a social context because that's my only option. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then seven is just like running just all what across the room. They're just remixing the entire landscape. You know, they're not necessarily spinning around. Um, there's not necessarily a, the buzz around the object um, so much as it is like a um, like a frantic pacing around. I don't know, just the whole room itself. Well, it has like an entertainment piece. It's it's like mm. trying to get. Um... It's like mapping an orientation as entertaining interestingness, right? Yeah. So it doesn't yeah, even true. matter. It's sort of truth doesn't even matter, as yeah. we know, with that's the so sevens true. that we know. <laughs> yeah, there's a twirling. There's maybe a twirling, too, that feels very 70. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm I a have. twirler. Yeah. You are totally a twirler, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that people have been using your... Uh, just oh yeah, overlap stuff is just like everybody's doing enneagram math with David's overlap oh, shit. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> create a new typology with how much your types line up with this element and that. And I'm just like, go ahead, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. It's fun. And the last thing on seven that I have also is another thing with you know, like we talked about that seven also has deserves some credit in their like frustrated reactions. Um, I think sevens also need credit in the like conspiracy world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big you time. know, and it's not this like panicked search for truth, but I think it is just like, it comes from boredom and it mm -hmm. comes from just like frustration with how boring everything is. Then they go down these conspiracy things. I, and it makes sense to me because I'm actually, I'm always convinced that they don't buy their own bullshit, that they're just like bored you know like some of this shit, like, like yes it's entertainment again it's, it's just, entertainment. i want to be entertained by this stuff and so, yeah like lizard people dude you're just bored it's like shut up yeah. like, russell brand is write his some whole... fan fiction don't mess with the truth <laughs> russell brand's like youtube channels like he's always talking yeah. about the elites and um who else what other sevens do this there are some seven politicians or pol political pundits mm-hmm uh that have this reputation yeah yeah i can't think of any politicians often well joe biden joe byron sleep right. joe <laughs>
Well, I'm not entertained anymore by this call, so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can so he's going to twirl away. Bring it to a close. All right. Anyway. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was good. Yeah. I like just having oh. like a free, uh, free, free middle. Verse. Yeah. We haven't really uh, had guests for a while, so. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, guys. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye